0: Sometimes
1: that is better.
0: Why, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the podcast. It is I, Nate, as always, or am I? And with me is Charlie, or is he?
1: Dun-dun-dun.
0: And with Charlie is Pete, or so we both think. I never think that.
2: Gentlemen, what's happening? Well, it's me, back. I swear. <laughs> I'm not going to take a no, blood no, test, no, though.
1: I'm the real Nate, I promise.
2: Uh-huh. No, no, no I- i've been here the whole time <laughs> yeah
1: i am not the real charlie i'll just go ahead and say it it's totally fine
2: <laughs> you've been sauce. a pod person for a very long time hey i'm curious <laughs> what if the pod people from Invasion of the body snatchers meet up with the thing from another world how does that work between the two
3: It'd Be interesting. what an
2: interesting mashup that would be
1: that's akin to lifting up the skirt, right? Just to see what they're dealing with.
0: <laughs> I feel like that would be a, a great Fox Studios movie. The thing no, they the body screwed stackers. up
1: Predator versus
0: Alien, so I'm
2: not letting <laughs> no, them. <laughs> no.
0: And they'll make it PG-13, and uh-huh, we'll have right. any aliens in it at all, actually. <laughs> no. Could we
2: trust the asylum with it, and uh, they could do all this terrible CG and call it something like the body thing? The, the <laughs> body. Don't the thing, don't Google don't Google that. That's the, thing, the thing with another body, invasion uh, of the thing, the the body with. Don't the you thing. tell me what to Google. <laughs> You're not the king of Google. Don't tell me what to do. I'm an adult. I know the consequences. They would pump that thing out so
0: quickly too. It beat. Be, it would beat it before the real studio one.
1: Yeah. It's theater, so. Yes. And they, we'd all be they, like, they, how do they do it? <laughs> Nate we got to work on phrasing you use the word pump and beat and thing all in one sentence as I, think,
2: <laughs> I think I think Nate is nailing this conversation I think I know oh, what I'm doing <laughs> he plowed right through all of that all of the words <laughs> the English will
1: pay all of their pounds to watch it.
2: that was a stretch I tried. Yeah, I you. that was a stretch <laughs>
1: We'll get distribution this is at Town Town, which is barred. their dollar store. <laughs> well, Stop, then, it. Nate. Stop it! Uh, Stop <laughs> it! What movie are we doing tonight, Nate? The Thing, uh, the Thing from Beyond, or 1982's <laughs> The Thing? Oh, 82. I think that's what it is. 1982's yes, the 1982. Yes,
0: 1982.
2: John Carpenter's masterpiece, The Thing.
0: Oh man! Not is- not not 2011.
2: No, the
1: thing. <laughs> no,
2: I, I think to that's I just need check
0: my text
1: messages bother. real quick. No, no, no. You can only say you don't bother. I honestly think people should watch that one, but we can eleven. Get okay, we'll later. talk
2: talk about that later. I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, we're doing John Carpenter's the thing, man. Um, Nate, you're like shooting our shots all this year. Are we gonna have anything left to cover next? <laughs> <year>? <laughs> well, the original plan was to do that
0: Goldberg movie where he's Santa Claus killing people, right? Yeah. We thought it's, about it. Cause this, it's so good. <laughs> I was really doing everything I could to get away from doing that movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like, well, we could do, I'm like, it, we got to do a horror like Christmas theme. Cause this is going to be our ba- basically our horror Christmas, our action one lands closer to Christmas. So we'll have our action Christmas episode coming out next. But, uh, <laughs> Nate's like, well, let's do the thing, cause it's cold and there's snow, and I'm like, all right, man. And the, then it's the
0: only time I watch the thing every year is like when we have snow on the ground. Now, unfortunately, no snow has hit yet.
1: No, we
0: but
3: got we've had custom. some very
0: cold mornings.
2: Mm-hmm. There is snow on uh, the ski slope over in Bell Fountain, a Matter of a Mountain.
0: Don't they make their own snow though?
2: You're yeah, damn right they do. <laughs> No, that doesn't it's, count. Yes, it does. There's snow. It does not
0: count as snow. <laughs> that is man-made, corporate-made snow. That's corporate snow. <laughs> yeah, that's corporate snow.
2: We don't we don't deal deal with their. We, we want we artisanal snow.
1: I don't deal with big snow. <laughs> big snow. <laughs> well, to all our Buffalo listeners, they're like, guys, we just really want you to yeah, shut they... up talking about <laughs> snow. <laughs> yeah, right? <that's> true. Oh, <laughs> we got truckloads we
2: can truckloads we can ship to you if you want them. <laughs> Golly. i'm gonna rain on your parade a little bit nate uh so the john carpenter's the thing took place on the south pole the original thing for another world was that 52 charlie something like that something, yeah, like, 52, that.
1: 53, 50 something like that
2: that actually took place on the north pole which is of course where santa claus is so the original is much more akin to the holiday season than uh this one so you fail sir. yeah but there's snow fail. on the
0: ground this fail yeah, but there, there's snow on the ground. That's how I correlate Christmas is snow.
2: Uh, snow. Just that's that's literally it.
1: <laughs> well, it's not holly jolly, but let's get something to uh, get ourselves in the mood for the thing. Let's bust out this trailer real quick, and then we'll hit it hard right after. Twelve men have just discovered
2: something. For 100,000 years, it was buried in the snow and ice. Now it has found a place to live. Inside
3: where no one can see it, or hear it, or feel it. I know I'm human. Some of you are still human. This thing doesn't want to show itself. It wants to hide inside an imitation. It'll fight if it has to, but it's vulnerable out in the open. It takes us over, and it has no more enemies. Nobody left to kill it. And then it's won. You guys gonna
0: listen to Gary? We can beat one of those things!
1: you go man there's your trailer i need to see that trailer because
0: i was like what the hell's going on
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's actually a pretty good trailer the the original one has like this whole big like intro montage that spells out the thing like slowly and then it rolls into the word so i cut that part out but yeah it shows all those scenes and then just rolls into like the radio static as it says like you know done by john carpenter and stuff like that so it was a good one i like that trailer and I like this movie. I'm just really, really scared. We're not going to have any ooey-gooey movies left to cover.
0: Oh, we will find other ooey-gooey movies.
1: Yeah, but of this caliber is what I'm worried about. Because yeah, we've been going hard, man. I mean, since Halloween. I mean, we really Halloween... Want goo to run. Not the blood, but the goo. God, <laughs> man. <laughs> Between goo and bangers, man, this is... It, I mean, doesn't the, it,
2: it, it doesn't get more banging goo than... It doesn't. I ooed myself. Mean,
1: you ooed your own self. Good job, <laughs> I Pete. Did. I did. Uh, there Pete you Kathleen. go, Pete, Kathleen. Pete, uh-huh. hasn't it happened, happened in a like, while. Pete finally ooed <laughs> himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like peak horror sci-fi practical effects, guys. Like, seriously. This is
0: amazing to me every time I watch it that it does not look bad like ever like it no you know like this is that that pure definition of like what an imagination can bring you this
1: is what uh working for an entire year making yourself pushing yourself into the exhaustion double pneumonia and sleeping on set gets you when your special effects guy is that insane and that's what rob botten did rob for botten this is- movie Certifiable um, like, It's for
0: sure. even crazier like
2: he was 22
0: yeah, you know yes like, a kid
2: he's got, he's got no business being this good and he is that good it's incredible what he did and it's uh, there's there's something to be said and i haven't seen the new one and mm. i always gripe on cg because cg just isn't isn't scary to me it's no. impressive and, and sometimes beautiful but not scary when you can act against a physical thing, you get much more out of your actors uh, right. and you get much more out of the sets where as that, as that dog, even though that dog didn't look like a dog mm. and split open, I don't oh, care. God. Cause it looked awesome. It would have, that would look too real. And I would have been, eh, I'm bored. looks like stranger things, blah, blah, blah. Not, well, not it's interested.
0: Like, it's so gross. Like it, it's, uh, as I was watching it again, it was like when the the thing is like spraying, like the hose on the dog, like whatever the that silly of string liquid. of do. No, yeah, it was, like, it was
2: it was Twinkie, is what it was.
0: It, it's it was just
2: uh, I'm not like, joking. It was Twinkie. It was the stuff that Twinkie is made out of. Cool, uh, and, stuff <laughs>
0: survive anything.
2: Which it, right, right. But uh, according to John Carpenter on the uh, on the commentary, it was completely harmless. It is edible. Maybe not delicious, but edible. And well, they were spraying
1: it on a live dog, so I'm sure yes. they had to take concern. Yeah, you know, like uh,
2: Peta was there on set as that scene was happening, so everything's cool yeah. with the dogs. The dog was pissed, but, yeah. eh, I mean, relatively but as those dogs like, were harmed, just you know, no, unfold, yeah. no dogs are harmed at all whatsoever.
0: It's completely horrific to see happen. You're just like,
2: oh no,
0: just uh, you know, yeah. And like as it's splitting itself further and further, and like even having those giant alien hands like cl- hit breach the ceiling mm-hmm. and pull itself up it's just it's nothing short of just like
1: mastercraft you know oh absolutely and you know it's it's a movie that no matter how many times i watch it i feel like i can see something new oh for or, sure you know oh, find definitely th- because even in this viewing i'm for the first time i'm going Wow, you almost kinda can start figuring out what the alien truly looks like. you know there's it's definitely gonna be kind of insectoid because it always has the the six legs that would pop out when it tries to make an escape or when it comes out of the dog. you know then you have the three handed claw that comes up and punches through the ceiling, so even whenever you see the the creature at the end, which is you know the Blair monster because half right. of it is you know Wilfred Brimley, you <laughs> right. still kind of see. What the creature kind of is, you know, even though it is like a virus almost, but there, I think there's a form, you know, because oh no, it's, there's it's, definitely a form because yeah. it
0: has to fly a spaceship, which right? I still want
1: to know how it flies that UFO. <laughs> it looks like the little dude from Men in Black that was inside that dude's head. <laughs> that's gotta yeah. Be it. yeah, yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> an
2: interesting fan theory is that the the creature as it's coming, as it's, as we're talking about, as it springs forth from the, uh, the, the, dog and you've got
1: yeah.
2: the three fingered hands and tendrils and whips and whatever else, uh, a variety of jaws, I suppose. Mm. Uh, the, th- one of the theories is that one of the theories is that it's, uh, it's, it's gathered bits and pieces from all the assimilated creatures that it has, Come uh, encountered, encountered Ooh, I which, like that. which means mm. does it have uh, uh, w- maybe what is a maybe the form. question is what is the original form maybe it doesn't right. have is it an amorphous blob that uh attached itself to a spider thing and that's where it gets some of its legs and then it gets Ooh. to an octopus and I, I it's it was a very interesting theory that i read somewhere that the reason you get all this you get this cornucopia of oh shit you know, right. all these different limbs and things happening is that uh, the the actual creature is displaying all of its pieces and parts that it's collected over the years, trying to escape or especially when it's under,
1: under stress. Under stress. Basically. Yeah. It, yeah, it had just it
2: gotten. It. It's not comfortable where it is right now. It's in a cage. It's trying to escape. So it just turned literally turns itself inside out and tries to get yeah. the heck out of there. Which uh, it may, that makes more
1: sense for whenever it uh, turns into the head that tries mm-hmm. to run away, it doesn't use the eyeballs from the head. The eye stalks pop up out of the the neck portion, and then it has eyes. That kind of makes sense. It just kind of because that was another thing. And it, yeah, we're going to be all over the place with this one, but oh, I, we're sure. talking about the special effects and kind of the thought process. This was kind of like no rules whatsoever because they do say like the alien was eating like one of the dogs and digesting it and becoming it well whenever the one guy you know does that where he has the heart attack and everything and the head falls off you're (laughs) like why is the head alive when another head already come up out and was hanging from the ceiling you know so it like there's, I get there's no rules. Like maybe it just took over that head part. I think and, that's
0: where you get into like the science of like cell splitting or something like that. You know, right? Oh, that's interesting.
1: I, I, I mean, I, it, and it just all it does is just open up more questions about it, and nothing that's like, oh, I'm gonna debunk all this. No, it just makes it more interesting to me. Yeah, I, I think really it makes start... it
0: more terrifying because it's just like this thing should not exist, but it does. You know, well, it, and it's it can't
2: exist in our brains it is so very alien to how we perceive the universe that it makes zero sense. And it doesn't adhere to any of our laws that we have, I don't say created, but that we, that we, that we have observed and are able to continually uh, repeat that. I mean, that's, that's science. If you can, a repeatable um, experiment with Uh, this
0: theory that it is taken a little bit of each planet that it's visited and, you know, has morphed hmm. into something um, not recognizing to its original form. Does that mean that each plant it visited, there was a version of Wilfred Brimley trying to stop it? <laughs> I would hope. I, I would also. hope so. You know that there's like I, some plant alien out there, named like
1: ape a that Brimley. is yes. <laughs> but they all have to have diabetes.
0: They all and they all have an axe, it, and they're they all need, smashing everything yeah. and just wasting axes. their bullets.
2: And they eat oatmeal, yeah. and they have diabetes. Yep, and this, and a <laughs> glorious mustache.
1: The other thing about this is, like, I know they're they're trying, they're going off of, they're kind of actually not even copying the original movie. They went no. more towards the book because the book is more faith. They're more faithful to the book than uh, the thing from beyond. Interesting. Um, but one thing I I feel like even this movie could. I don't know. It could kind of play with your mind. Take the alien part out of this and the movie still kind of works. Like they found a frozen, you know, virus or bacteria or something from. You're, uh, you're, you know,
2: you're dipping your toe into blob territory here.
1: Yeah. Well, we're, well, I mean, even blob kind of came from space. You uh, know, but well, it,
2: it, the, the, the remake was a virus that the government created that was in space and came back to earth. It's true,
1: but the original came in an actual meteor. The the original was a
2: pod per, not a pod person, but a uh, yes. It was an actual alien creature. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you get that that works too. You know, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, it doesn't have to be extraterrestrial. Like, I would buy this even terrestrial. You know, if it's just this thing, this it's what wiped out the dinosaurs. You know, (laughs) kind kind of mentality, and then it's just frozen and whatever was left. You know, because we don't see what it was frozen as. You know, they just True. Yeah. take it out. Now they play with that a little bit later in the 2001 one where they unfreeze it or 2011, not 2001. You know, so we get that prequel. I, this is the only thing I'm going to say about the 2011 one. And we'll we'll not. This is the remake toes. you're
2: talking to the prequel yeah. you're talking.
1: They're the same thing. Yeah. Oh, wh- what? Oh, 2011 okay. is a prequel called The Thing.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. So. That movie, while everyone shits on it because of the CGI, all I will say is when they filmed it, they had all practical effects. Everyone working on the movie, everything they're reacting to in the movie was practical. Studio got involved and made them overlay CG over all of the effects. Yeah, Studio got got so
0: involved that the director refused to work with Hollywood ever again because I think he's from Norway.
1: And completely pissed off the uh the produ- you know, the special effects company I, that was sure. involved with it. So while I and I've always said I like the story of it and I always felt let down because of the effects, knowing that they did it true you know, to the correct way, I can almost kind of forgive it a little bit and be like, I can at least enjoy the story now, knowing they at least attempted to do it the I, correct I mean, it way. Was... Yeah. A
0: cool idea, because you're basically taking the same exact story, but just showing a yeah. different outpost. And it was cool to see that the end of that movie is the beginning
1: of this movie.
2: Yeah. Who doesn't want to see what, what the Norwegians went through?
1: Yeah. They literally roll right into that. And I like Elizabeth Weinstead too. So I, oh, mean, I think she killed. God, that I movie. love her. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm sold. I'll go watch it. Yeah. So Pete, just watch it. It's not
0: great. It's not terrible. It's one of those like, eh, it, that happened kind of thing. <laughs> it's that's it, the best way to put Nate, it Nate.
1: we had him sold and you screwed it now all I'm, up right like, there uh,
2: i i got a lot of movies uh, to watch
1: you go to the library and you <laughs> get it all right
2: i, I uh, will do that because i'm not gonna spend money on this
1: <laughs> it's it's on the it's on the plex guys it's on the plex
0: oh
2: okay so, all right there there you that's go. even easier all right.
1: maybe this is just my
0: own stupidity it is my own stupidity i always thought john <sighs> carpenter wrote this one yeah no yeah Completely blew my mind that he was not the one. It was the guy that wrote the Bad News Bears, and then that dude did nothing ah. else. Um, he did two two bangers, though. I gotta say,
2: yeah. Bad News Bears is <laughs> a pretty good movie.
1: I do love John, the Bad News Bears. John Carpenter turned this down. Um, he was Toby Hooper was. Yeah, so John Carpenter was pitched. They didn't want to take a chance because he was an independent filmmaker. Yet they went with Toby Hooper, who was an independent filmmaker. And yeah, it makes zero he sense. started it. Studio didn't like his direction where he was taking the story. Got rid of him. Tapped John Carpenter. John Carpenter said no. Um, they had him read the original book, the short story it's based off of. He goes, okay, I'm interested. He came on and then because of production stalls, he left again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. W- thought he was going to get his Western done with Lewis Gossett Jr. Oh. That got stalled.
2: I watched a out of that movie.
1: And then he went back to the thing and did the thing.
0: I swear that man has always been stubborn and I love him for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So that is the, the...
0: That man has always been a grumpy old man yeah <laughs> kind of to, the, yeah,
2: kinda.
0: yeah and then he's it's a charming flop. though he, he, he if you yeah. were to remake the movie up i would cast john carpenter as the old man <laughs> and up. Not,
2: not neil gaiman boy he's a he's a famous curmudgeon too
1: <laughs> i don't know i yeah I, I don't know what people think of him but the guy that wrote uh game of thrones that's the guy i would see
0: george rr martin no he's george the R. 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 what martin. you're wanting
1: is alan moore because <laughs> he's
2: an grumpy Moore, man. That's who I met, Alan Moore. That is a that is an <laughs> epic, <laughs> epic curmudgeon. Oh boy,
1: Al- Alan Moore would kick the kid off of the porch while it was in the air. Our that's son. what Alan Moore would
2: do. <laughs> Get off then my r-
1: porch! Write a best-selling graphic novel about it. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so back to that: is all of this, you know, work and passion and headache and everything, and the movie flops. The
0: movie oh, flops, heartbreaking. John Carpenter Heartbreak. never
1: catch a break.
0: Uh-uh. it
2: went up against et for heaven's sakes it did it did like et was what a week or two before or after i mean it was like like within a week i think it was yeah yeah and what do you do man what else I, what you, there, was, t- there were there were a couple that that month that came out that were just like if you're not et you're not gonna make any money <laughs> yeah
1: if you're not <laughs> even spielberg yeah How did no one go? Maybe we shouldn't go up against the guy that invented summer blockbusters. (laughs) Maybe we don't do that. You know what I I mean? mean? You know, this guy did Jaws. Let's let's wait a month. The weekend
0: was three million. Like,
1: yeah,
2: this would tank anyone's
1: career. Sure. And it was it was panned. It was not like no one went and saw it. It was it was shit on critics. Hated this movie. They called it dull. They called it just. It was. This was probably where they wish they could have said gore porn, like we did, mm-hmm. like in the late later two thousands. Mm-hmm. Because they were just like, this is just glorified gore in a movie. There's no substance to it. And now this is regarded as quite possibly one of the greatest horror movies ever. Sure,
2: made. sure. Uh, Blade Blade Runner was another movie that was released. That's what it was. Blade yeah. Runner came out too. And Blade Runner also got shit canned because ET killed everything, including Atari. Well,
0: you got to think how many (laughs) like
2: screens. (laughs) (laughs) ET, you murderous bastard! (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're the most violent alien, actually. (laughs) I don't trust you. You want to go home so you can just destroy more shit?
1: Yeah, fun. I'm on the government side for once. I can't say nothing. I was the one of the kids that watched E.T., man. It was like, oh, E.T. Yeah. E. was life for a long time.
0: Oh, well, I imagine if you're a six-year-old that snuck into the thing. Uh, oh, my God. You're, forever you're, PTSD. You're
1: <laughs> traumatized for the rest of your
0: life. Especially in 1982, pre-internet days, you were not ready for this. This no, is man. one of
1: those I, I, I really wish I could, like, go back and sit in that theater and just to w- not watch the movie. But watch the people. Like, yeah, definitely. You know how much they were talking about like Terrifier 2 and people are passing out and puking. I guarantee there was people actually doing that you're, during the You're damn the right thing. they were. Because watching this again is the first time I watched it in high def. And
2: I was Same. like,
1: wow, there is so much more visual gore and gooiness to this movie. There's l- that- there's more like droppings right oh my god you know well, like, <laughs> <droppings>. <laughs> <laughs> they, un- they uncover the dog after they carry it into the 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 morgue room i never knew there was like purple and blue goo coming off of it not just the blood and the slime yeah. i was just like holy crap this the, is way the more-
0: hd version of this for the first time ever Cause like I I have the collector's edition DVD or whatever. I've just never upgraded. That's the one I have. I have the collector's edition.
2: The DVD. The DVD. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I I own. The Voodoo (laughs)
0: website. Like you can scan the barcode of certain DVDs and like pay five bucks to get the Blu-ray version digitally. Yeah. Oh, so I just did that. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I want to finally see this like in an upgraded version." And like It was yes, on the I realized a disc version would be better, but <laughs> sometimes Plex, Plex? Does, has stuff like edited. I didn't want to risk that. There's
1: the... there's no there's no nudity in this. He doesn't edit anything. I just Guess for those that sure. don't know Sludge, we have like a community like Plex server. If you don't know what that is, we just have a collection of movies and Sludge curates it and because his kids have access to it, he actually goes in and edits gratuitous nudity you know some you know things that just shouldn't be in there he doesn't want his kids to watch but he doesn't really have a problem with gore so no, it is still that's... pure gore in it um and even and you know pete will love this the movie pete picked not too long ago slugs has a fantastic kill involving oh. a nude girl and even sludge went i can't edit that it's one of the best kills it's, in the movie it's too good. <laughs> that scene is way too so good so i'm like Fair enough. Thank you, sir. So it's like I immediately check because Sludge will try and get the best version of a movie put on the plex. So it was in HD when I was
2: watching. He'll he'll find those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He'll find those (laughs) versions.
0: (laughs) Do, do, ba, da, boo, boo, ba, da.
1: You wouldn't steal a movie, would you? you wouldn't pa, pa, wouldn't boobie, pa, pa, boobie. Steal a car, would you? You guys are idiots. Yeah I love like- <laughs> <baw Bada. laughs> I have so thought about like recording that music, but I like when Nate does it, so I don't even do a drop anymore. Nope. I mean should each- just record his drop of it when we want to play it.
2: No way. I want to ride every time. You wouldn't steal a car.
0: The Plex is 100 percent legal though. You have to pay for Plex.
2: True. <laughs> like, well, well, they do like does. a lifetime. I don't have to pay for Plex. I was play gonna for... say he does. What? I don't pay for Plex. Well, well, I it's can't, like he just did a Black Friday
0: sale where it was like fifty bucks for a lifetime membership.
1: I <laughs> thought about doing it, and I saw how much work it was. I was just like, hey, no, let's <clears can do it." laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Enough when about he was how we watched. a whole server. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Enough about how we watch movies here for the podcast. What else we got? So we, the special effects are the the bread and butter of this.
0: Well, now number two reason why Nate's a dumbass. We gotta get to that part.
1: Oh,
2: oh I, I, there was
1: another part I didn't know. Yeah.
0: how many
2: how many parts are Nate is a dumbass? Are we gonna cover tonight? Because I it, didn't realize we'll be here for hours. <laughs> this this was just a two parter. Oh, I was okay, gonna say okay, that's fair. I I have notes. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Notes on my dumbassery. <laughs> uh, I, I love you, Nate.
2: Uh, Nate's dumbassery. Yes, the, uh, the well is deep. <laughs> a
0: three novel adventure.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a two-parter today.
1: <laughs>
2: George R. R. Idea. Martin is writing
0: it. So, That's, yes. oh, oh my no. goodness, it's going to be a epic. Of-
1: a lot of blood, a lot of nudity. It's all good for <laughs> Nate's dumbassery. Is I love Nate it. nude Once, or? Usually. You'll
2: have to buy the book to <laughs> find out. I'll <laughs> buy that book. I, uh,
1: I
0: dropped <laughs> Dong in the book. I'll
2: di- I'll, I'll, I'll direct the uh, the Netflix movie, too. Oh,
0: it's going to be the first I'm not casting you, though. in C-17. <laughs> Nate,
2: what, what are we talking about? What's
1: your second thing? Oh, yeah, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't
0: realize John Carpenter didn't do the score either. Oh, my God. Really? Right. I I was to it. And like, it's a very moody John Carpenter esque score. It is.
2: I'm on board, Nate. When I start, when I listened to when I watched this uh, earlier this week, I was like, wow, this is a really good John Carpenter score. And then I find out he didn't do it. So, yeah, I'm on the Nate dumbass. bandwagon here but for the this person
0: one. that did do the score i don't remember their name i'm not gonna look it up uh you can google <laughs> it uh <laughs> he actually got nominated for a Razzie for the score
1: uh not for this for this one for this movie yeah yeah so here it is his score for this this movie is two notes that's <laughs> it hey it's a damn good two notes all right i'm a it, simplistic guy it, it that's they they equate it to a heartbeat, so it does ch- you know change up and tempo and stuff like that. But it's two notes. Yeah, it doesn't any deserve pl- Razzie. It deserves like best score. Any place that Carpenter didn't think his music was working well, he did go record his own like ambient sounds and mm-hmm. tones to put into certain spots where it would work better. So it is still. Carpenter influenced, and this guy really got into the mind of Carpenter because literally what this was was this was such a tremendous undertaking. Carpenter's like, I don't have time to write the music, mm-hmm. but I have to think that once he got it, he goes, I had time to write two notes. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it, it, it's there's still a lot of John Carpenter flavor. This is, but yeah, this is one of those where you say the thing, everyone immediately goes John Carpenter, but don't not everyone realizes he didn't write it, he didn't do the music to it. You know, there was a lot of hands well, involved. It's like, because it it's it titled as
0: John Carpenter thing. thing, yeah. So whenever you see that, it's yeah. like, all right, John Carpenter did everything.
1: It's because he just came That's, off of right, a still. major blockbuster, basically, and did Halloween, like he was bankable money like he there was no reason this guy shouldn't have been like the next spielberg you know where it didn't matter what the movie title was if it said steven spielberg on it it was going to make money so they were hoping that that john carpenter after halloween which was an independent movie on a stupid low budget made a shit ton of money and so they're like yeah give him the money let him go i mean they spent a, a little over a million dollars on the special effects for this movie, wow! Just the special effects. It yeah, had I a, think that's it, a bargain. It Man. had a it had an original budget I think of like two hundred. Then as it progressed, it got bumped up to seven, and they said the final tally at the end was like one point two or something like that million in I the special. You gotta
0: think he's coming right off of Escape from New York, so they know a mm-hmm. he works well with Kurt Russell because they also did the Elvis movie prior to this.
2: Oh, yeah. And that's
0: right. he also knows how to do a damn
1: good setting with Escape from New York. Fun fact, Kurt Russell was the very last person to be cast for this movie. <laughs> Everyone was cast um, and production and shooting had already started before Kurt Russell was cast.
0: I can't even imagine anyone else in that role, though.
1: No, you no,
0: not Bruce really. Campbell.
2: <laughs> Bruce Campbell can do any role in any well, that's, movie. That's also period. A very fair. Change my mind.
0: Fair assessment. <laughs> All right.
2: So, Charlie, doing the Charlie's going to change my mind. I can see that. Well, I, I, I'm going to. Bruce Campbell could do Mila Jovovich in Resident Evil. Change you my could. mind.
1: I thought you were going to say uh, Fifth Element, and I was going to be like, <laughs> I would pay to see Actually, that movie. Actually, he could I, do I, that <laughs> too. I,
2: I think Bruce Campbell could do Mila <laughs> Jovovich in, uh, in Fifth Element for sure.
0: The notebook would have been way better with Bruce Campbell.
1: As the female lead.
2: Oh, my God. Ryan Gosling <laughs> and Bruce any.
1: Campbell yep. in
2: the rain. The kiss scene. God, that'd be Bruce so good. Bruce Campbell should have been Forrest Gump.
0: That would have been incredible. I keep saying this word, but I've just there's no other word. It would have been amazing. It would have been phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, Oscars said <laughs> Forrest Gump win. Double it. That's what would have happened. With Bruce <laughs> <Right. Campbell. laughs> just, just,
1: just double it. <laughs> Whatever the number is, double it.
3: Why did it?
0: Spielberg ever just hire Bruce Campbell. Couldn't afford him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I honestly you're asking questions I can't answer about something that has nothing to do with the thing. Oh yeah.
3: Pete This is a hangout,
2: right? This is
3: what we (laughs) do. It totally is a hangout.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, if someone clicked on this and hasn't seen the thing. Someone in their life failed them. That's all. Oh, there you, is. yeah, That's you're a right. Very good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, by the way, can I can I interject here? Uh, Absolutely. I was that person that introduced the thing to someone recently.
0: My, oh, do tell yes
2: my my twenty year old niece had, and she's a horror fan, and she's a John Carpenter fan, like big time. Mm-hmm. She has a small shrine to uh, Halloween, and mm-hmm. has John Carpenter's paid the money for john carper's autograph here recently oh okay so, so before she, before yeah well it was it was some cash yeah it was expensive so this last summer before she moved to pittsburgh uh we had i i was trying to get her to watch all of the crazy movies that i want her to see and her mm-hmm. father was really good about introducing her to all these movies as a very young post-millennial i don't know know what they were called anymore so i introduced her to the thing for the very first time this summer we sat down and watched it and she was just jaw open the entire time because she thoroughly appreciates all the practical effects she loves all the old stuff she more than tolerates the godzilla movies i make her watch (laughs) uh, which which means she doesn't hate them but she's not like i might not go watch them (laughs) So that, but that's, that's not neither here nor there. We, we all, she's wrong. I mean, Godzilla movies, you should watch the Godzilla movies. So anyway, uh, so this is the text. If I may read this. uh, Absolutely. That she sent me. I I asked her, I knew we were coming on here. So I asked her what, what she thought of the thing. Carpenter really portrayed the feelings of isolation and hopelessness of the movie. Uh, I thought he did a really good job keeping the watcher guessing about who to trust. It was cool how they highlighted the phenomenon of friends turning on one another under duress. Also, the special effects were amazing for the time, good and creepy. The mm. entire time, the watcher, the entire time as the watcher, you are so conflicted about who is infected and who isn't. If someone says they aren't infected, well that makes them more suspicious. And that's that's what she sent to me. Right. And we had a much longer conversation about other things that I would like to get into later, but I, as, as an uncle, I'm very proud of myself for uh, exposing this young lady to such a phenomenal film.
1: Yeah. I guess I should clarify what I said is, you know, younger generation obviously needs to be introduced to this. But mostly what I feel like is our demographic, if you're a subscriber here, you have seen the thing. You've probably seen the thing multiple times. I would at least hope so. Yes. You know, and it, it is it is quite possibly the movie to watch. Even if you like action, sci-fi, horror, anything, it is such this amalgam of almost everything tied into one. Because, I mean, hell, we get we get gunfights, flamethrowers, explosions, massive gore and dread and fear with spaceships and aliens and it works. With it's a yeah, with with a cast of like 14.
2: It's panic and fear at its best on yes. the big screen you yeah. don't you are you are terrified of each other and one of the things i was talking to mary about was uh the the red scare and this is a little after the cold war or mm-hmm. maybe yeah, maybe the very during t- the
0: cold war because you're in eh, the tail end. This is, the this, early is Re- 80s. this is
2: reagan era right so yeah. this is the the cold war and you're it, it was i think it was back in the 60s in the in the kennedy era Kennedy and Nixon era—that was definitely like, who is your neighbor? Is your neighbor a communist? Is your neighbor a yes. Russian spy? Uh, it wasn't so intense in the '80s, but it was still kind of there. Cocaine hmm. and, and and cocaine, of course. Cocaine. Uh, but but I I mentioned that to her, and I that was that was a suspiciousness of that uh, was part of the the fear of the time. What's what piled on the the terror was that you didn't know your neighbor you didn't know right. the person sitting next to you but then but then as i'm listening to the commentary john carpenter mentioned that this is also the time that aids came around that aids mm-hmm. was a thing it was, was a real problem in a lot of different communities and it was spreading outside of those communities mm-hmm. because uh because that's what viruses do again piling on to the Creature as a virus, and you don't know who you're sitting next to if that person does or does not have AIDS. Um, and that 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 put another weight of difficulty as I want, not mean a difficulty, but but uh, of terror of 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 knowledge of how scary this movie was at the time, and probably turned off a lot of people thinking that, well you know, you just can't trust anyone. There's there, you can trust you and your spouse and your children and nobody else. And that in itself is so terrifying.
1: There's a whole nother layer to that too, that I don't know if everyone gets like only recently have I started understanding a little bit more of what's going on is not only is it not knowing who. It is who's infected, who the problem is. You have nowhere to go for safety. Oh, oh. yeah. The,
2: the isolation nowhere. is also it's claustrophobic. Go to one
1: shed to another shed like,
0: right.
2: that's right. Your options.
1: but I mean, even to run away, you know, which is what everyone's instinct usually is, you know, fight or flight. And if you can't fight this thing, you run. There was no, like you, your death is the all that you, is out there for you, you pick, and pick your death. Yeah. And to go back to what you're saying, where people were like, not sure, you know, about the whole, who's your neighbor and stuff like that is you're in what is supposed to be your safe space. Where are, where do you go to feel safe? You know, it literally made people feel unsafe in their own homes. And that kind of relates there. And it's also funny. You bring up the AIDS things. We just talked about that on the fly episode Yes, that they kind of put that onto Cronenberg, even though Cronenberg was like, it's any sickness, but that they really kind of used that as the uh, benchmark for a lot of these like type of how, how a movie made you feel or experience, you know, was it's like the AIDS epidemic. It's like all these other things that are going on. There's so many different layers to take to it. And this ultimately comes back to why was this movie a flop? It was because no one took the freaking time to understand the movie they were watching. You know, if they had actually bothered to watch it and not just, oh, it's gross. Oh, look, oh, the dog melted and, you know, and explosions. No, how about you actually listen to the movie and, you know, understand it? And that's why it's so great now. It's been in home video where we could watch it over and over again. We can dissect it, we can do a podcast about it and break it down to its ultimate core. And now it is a masterpiece but it wasn't in 1982. I mean, it, it was a masterpiece
0: in 1982. Yeah. Just the audience was not ready for it. Um, right. so like, which is, what was everyone say,
2: but I think that's, that's poignant that the audience wasn't ready for this. Yes. Much like back uh, to the future. They weren't ready for Johnny. B. Yeah.
1: Your kids are going to love this. Apparently <laughs> yeah. you're not ready for it, which is ultimately what this is, is the kids loved it. We loved it. And we, we put it on a pedestal, Regardless, it, it's that whole thing of the Renaissance painters and sculptors who weren't revered while they were alive. It was well after their deaths that then people appreciated what they did. You know, thankfully Carpenter can at least, you know, hear what we have to say. Even though sometimes he'll put something out and go, "I don't know what's wrong with you people." You know, <laughs> I just make movies, <laughs> and then we go, "Well, yeah, but you made these couple of movies," and he's like, "Fair enough, we don't have to talk about those." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Well, it's like we're talking the early 80s, 82. So yeah. this is when slashers are at their heyday. You know, it's That's true. the type of horror yeah, movie that yeah. people are used to. And then you have the, the Toby Hooper Poltergeist, which is mm-hmm. a PG rated horror movie. You know, it's got some terrifying scenes to it. I mean, ripping your own face off, for example. Mm-hmm. But the thing is definitely outside of the normal during this time period. And I think that's the right. other mindset you have to put into is. People were used to knife goes in, guts come out, not the guts come out and then they start to strangle you. And then after it strangles you, it bites your head off.
1: Well, also, you know, movies like Poltergeist actually got the use of Steven Spielberg's name, you know? Yes. So that kind of helps. That's like stacking the deck for some of these <laughs> movies and letting uh, some of the what other ones. That's cheating. Yeah. And letting <laughs> others dangle in the wind, you know, and which is... I. I feel like that's just what happens with John Carpenter, man. You know, it's like he has a name, he has a fan base, but when something doesn't go exactly like what the studio or the fans thought, he gets left out in the wind, you know, that he's left out dangling. And then he got to wait 10, 15 years before people appreciate it. I mean, we did go to Mars. I will still swear. I absolutely <laughs> adore that movie. And Somebody's when you, to... what, even he's like, <laughs> I don't know what the problem was. He goes, I gave you zombies heavy metal music guns explosions and gore what else do you people want and i'm like (laughs) i don't know i wanted all of that and i enjoyed every day a minute of it so (laughs) bravo john carpenter i will watch anything you put out and that's pretty much what it is because i still watch escape from la so it's fine it's totally fine so what was everyone's first experience with this movie
2: oh my god okay boy this is this is going to be hard to admit to you guys but i avoided this for a lot of years because i thought it was a gore fest i thought it was a super gory like just not even blood splatter not fun blood splatter like and i'm i'm not a big fan of, of zombie films uh so that that kind of visceral intestinal gore is not my cup of tea. So for literally decades, I have not been interested in watching this movie. Uh, and I finally, I went to the library and they were having a sale on DVDs and there was John Carpenter's, the thing, the collector's edition for $1. You're Damn. Goddamn right. I'm going to buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yes. Thank you very much. I was waiting for that. <laughs> You're welcome. So uh, uh, I bought it anyway. Uh, so I bought it and I finally sat down. And I'm like, I'm going to make myself watch this. And it did things to me that I was not expecting. It, it made me jump for joy with all of the practical effects and all the blood and all the ooey gooey's. Mm. Uh, but it also legitimately terrified me as far as the uncertainty with all of the the members that were out there all the all the fellas that were you know we didn't know again the 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 red scare the the aids epidemic whatever you want to talk however mm-hmm. you want to say it you that is genuinely scary when i mean people hunker down they've got bunkers in their backyards so that when they come for their guns uh they can't get them uh, that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a sad terrified person that thinks that that something like that's going to happen and that's what this movie gave me it gave me as a, i can't trust anybody and i can't get away and I, i'm hosed no matter what i decide to do right so I, I was thrilled at the end of that movie that it made me feel feelings and i hate mm-hmm. it when movies make me feel feelings damn it nobody makes me feel my feelings <sighs> Oh no, uh, on you you pack that down right i don't bleed push. my own blood i don't feel my own feelings so push, push that down to the deep push, it down, spot. push it down push it down then you pour uh,
1: beer on top of it you let that beer drown those feelings
2: drown those feelings beer <laughs> uh done very good uh, that go. is that that was my experience and I, I i'm embarrassed to say i think within the last four or five years uh that's the wow. first time i watched it so there you wow. go oh yeah this is i'm man enough to admit that that i was wow. stupid
1: no one's in here saying you're not mad <laughs> enough that's a, that's a weird thing to say that's that's for my wife to say <laughs> that's right only Mrs. <laughs> only mrs pete's allowed to say that Yeah. <laughs> well nate before i give you mine uh we have gone on about the thing already through our commercial break so let's drop our commercial real quick and we'll come right back to talking about the first time you and i watched it all right
0: We'll be back following these messages.
3: Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your friends? Do you like having a laugh? Do you like podcasts? Well, you should check out our podcast, Spoils of Horror. We're not a review show. We're a horror movie hangout where we talk about movies that are lost forgotten popular and bizarre all in the scary realm you can listen to our podcast while you're doing just about anything you could be washing your dishes you could be washing your cat you could be washing your genitals (laughs) (laughs) all forms of genitals (laughs) accepted We are a fully inclusive genitalia show. Yes. We are the number one ideal podcast for washing your genitals. Our genital Yelp reviews are unsurpassed. Five and a half stars. (laughs) You don't want to know where that half came from. uh... (laughs) Now that you know that, check us out on all major platforms. You can search for Spoils of Horror on all social media sites. Come and hang out with us. We'd love to see you. And your genitals. (laughs) Bye. From John Carpenter's The Thing, now the ultimate in alien terror is in the palm of your hand. It's Palmer. He's turning into a thing. Quick, Windows, blast him with the flamethrower. Oh no, he's got Windows. Real alien ooze. Oh no, he's getting away. But R.J. McCready won't let him escape. Hey, where's Blair? Ah! The Thing action figures come with everything you see here. Each figure sold separately. From Hasbro. Hey! Welcome to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week, we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as. <laughs> I don't want to die! But at least I won't die like that. And.
2: What
3: would you say to them at the a We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right arse cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100, 100 Horrors!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back.
1: Wait, I, I need Thing action figures now. For those, go on YouTube, literally type in the Thing toy commercial.
0: How, Someone... well, I keep getting Fantastic
1: Four ones when I do that.
2: How has Super <laughs> Seven not taken the ball with this one and, and run I, a...
1: I have a, a NECA McCready. Yeah. Ooh. I, I, I do got have one of those. That's sexy. Yeah. That's a like flamethrower. So, ah! Yeah. So that, that's my bitch right now is I got the flamethrower one, which is awesome. It comes with all these extra accessories. It has the dynamite, it has the Ooh. little uh the the petri the dish blood with the blood jumping ah, up awesome. out of it. But guess what it doesn't come with, Pete? His freaking hat. <laughs> oh. They made a second McCready with so the hat get the and hat. a
0: shotgun. The two well, things
2: I want, <laughs> yeah, they, they they want you to buy two figures. <laughs> that's that's it. But damn it, Does, is it, is it the hat, the sun, the big flop, and, the big floppy hat, the big floppy sunglasses. hat, and and a bottle of a J&B?
1: Ooh, I don't know. If, do I have the J&B in mine? All <laughs> right. So Charlie's first time watching the thing was right after my dad decided it was okay for me to watch R-rated monster movies, which Ooh, I've said on here before was oh i was probably 14 or 15 uh my first one was deep star six which i have a story oh, for nice. i'm saving for when we do that one um but i mean we went through them all like leviathan you know just in anything it, it was a monster and it was gory and i remember when dad put on the thing i was not prepared this thing i was glued to the television the gore blew me away and Like I didn't get all, obviously at that age, you're not going to get all the subtext in this movie, but at the end, I still come away with, this is probably the greatest special effects, like monster movie I have ever seen in my young life. Um, so it was phenomenal.
0: I had that same reaction to Jurassic park as a kid though.
1: Well, I expect that with Jurassic park. Honestly, I probably had the same feeling when I first watched Jurassic park. You know that Brontosaurus rocking across the field, man. Yeah, fields like that—that's one of those
0: moments of just like, holy crap! Because I remember being like, I don't know, four, five years old when that came out and see it in theaters.
1: What was it, ninety four when that came out, or ninety-two? Uh, ninety-three, something like that? I remember yeah,
0: specifically so- though, my nana and papa went and saw it, and then told my mom and dad not to take me to go see it because it'd be too scary for me, <laughs> of my age. But I still got to go see it in theaters. Those raptors were pretty badass. It was pretty frightening.
1: (laughs) Clever girl.
0: I'll tell you right now, that kitchen scene still holds up.
1: It totally holds up, man. The 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 Terminator scene? Absolutely. (laughs) And this kind of goes right along with that is because dad had just introduced me right about that age time to like R-rated monster movies was also the first time I got to watch Carnosaur, which is an (laughs) R-rated dinosaur movie. It's
2: real dumb.
1: And then watch Carnosaur two right after. I'm with I'm with Sludge. They are some of my favorite movies. It's, I love the Carnosaur
2: movies. They're real dumb and uh, real good. Yes, it, there's nothing good about those movies, but they're they're, they're super entertaining. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing good about them. It's so good. <laughs> yes, the, yes, all of that for sure. Nate, what's
1: your first time watching uh, whatever the movie we're doing? The Thing. Like Pete, <laughs> like, like, like Pete, I was
0: a bit late to the party. Oh, and, late bloomers! Uh, probably 10 or 12 years ago. is whenever I got my first apartment. Um, Damn. Yeah, I finally got to sit down, watch it. Um, the main reason being, though, like, this was one of those movies they never showed on cable. Mm-hmm. You know, I think okay. you're right there. This was one of those There's... movies that I do not have any recollection of ever having a moment to see. Nor do I ever really recall like it being available at the movie store. Probably because everyone stole it. <laughs>
2: probably, you know is is that a real? <laughs> <laughs> like
0: I feel like that's probably what happened. I,
1: I know <laughs> where he grew up, so it's probably a very. Yeah, like, state we have one weather, copy
0: right? of the thing, yeah. and it got stolen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now mm. no one gets to enjoy the thing except yeah. for the the person that stole it, who Damn used a dummy account to create an accountant with us. <laughs> I remember being like, Why have I not seen this? Big trouble in Little China, like was my childhood. Same with like, you know, seeing the Halloween uh, movies in high school, like right. John Carpenter was a huge impact on me. Escape from New York, all those, but the thing slipped by me. I'm glad when I finally did see it, you know. But well, it's, how- it's as I've seen it, like I said, this is a once a year uh, watch with the winter season. <laughs> oh, absolutely! it yeah. still terrifies me. Like it still creeps me out. It still makes me feel uneasy. It's very hard for a movie to make you feel just uncomfortable. And that's what this movie does. Even when there's not gore on the screen, it's just the fact of everyone is arguing with one another. They're, these are people that were working together one day prior and now they're at each other's necks. Now you have Wilfred Brimley throwing an axe and like trying to shoot everyone because he knows Mm -hmm. after running the computer tests hey, if this thing makes it to land you have 1100 days and then humanity (laughs) is wiped out. So he to me is like completely in the right of reacting the way he does because that is total fear taking over. That is complete, not madness but like I have to do what no one else is willing to do right now, because if not,
1: humanity's at
2: stake. He, he, and he's a hero. I mean, yeah, and he's
1: he's punished for it. Uh, yeah, uh, Be- because he is prime suspect at that point. We... Yet, once you watch this enough, you realize he's probably one of the few last ones that held out till yeah, like till one the very went, end. One of them went over there and got. Now, I do have to say, I think they got him earlier than we think or there's a time passage here that we don't really put together because unless that alien could like melt ice and dig really good wilford brimley had a whole ass workshop and an almost built alien spaceship under that shed Well, that's one of the (laughs) things this
0: movie does well is the time passages where it lets you know like well the lights went out and then you know
1: this is happening
0: you know like but
1: i feel like that would have took a lot longer but maybe the alien had some kind of acid ability that I didn't know about <laughs> because you go down there and the drill press is set up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He literally, right. There's an oxyacetylene and there's not enough oxyacetylene in that torch to melt all the ice he needed to. And then keep going back up and down because that's all like locker panels on the top of the ship because he's using only what he can find in that, you know, in and around the compound. So I, I like finding little things like that. It'll never, you know, detract from the movie for me, but you're also like, man, that dude's been busy, real busy out there.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, after it's, after he's like, I'd like to go back in now, I am now no. sane. and then like, they're like, no, nope, no, nope, we're going to still leave you in this shed. And he's just like, well, screw it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know, as a kid, digging. as a kid, never phased me at all. Seeing that scene when I got older and I noticed the noose hanging in the workshop. Oh shed. yeah. Uh-huh. And you're just like, wow, that, that's like the moment, like, like that may have been the moment when the alien took a, took him over was he was probably about ready to do that. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to let the alien get to me. This is my last resort. And then the alien got him, which is why he's like, I feel better now. Let me back no. in, you know? But yeah, as a kid, totally above my head. Now you're just like, well, that's super freaking dark. In a movie that's already dark, you know, but it, it's isolation. It's, you know, there is no escape. There is nowhere to go. I mean, even to the point where McCready says it in the movie, he's like, well, we're not getting out of this alive, but it ain't either. Basically, you know, that's, that's their plan. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, you it know, was, it, it was buried in the ice for millions of years. Right. Is it the only yeah. one? And See, On that, and that ship?
1: there are so many other ways you could take this of, is this the only thing that went, is that the only one that was in the ship? Yeah. You know, was they this only a total showed...
0: fluke of it, you know, happening
1: upon earth? Right. Yeah. You know, so there's so many different ways that you, you yourself as the audience can infer into this movie and just take it in a thousand different directions, you know, and that's why it's also why it's probably one of the better endings. This, as they've even said was probably one of the most difficult movies to end. Uh John Carpenter had an idea to end it at the explosion of the 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 final monster and just roll credits. You know, boom roll credits. Nothing with McCready. Yep. It, well what it was is it was too happy and people didn't like it. You know, the <laughs> studio didn't like it. And so they did uh they did another one where McCready goes back inside and retests his blood to prove basically to the audience, he is not the one that has it. And it infers that child's possibly has it Mm -hmm. and nobody liked that one. So they, they said there was like five different endings, but they settled on the one where it's just McCready and child's outside in the cold talking to each other. And basically it's like, you know, this is the end, you know, there's nothing else for us to do um it because you know child's is like the fires are gonna go out this won't last very long you know and then then what there's no shelter there's nowhere for us to go and no one is coming
0: such a haunting ending because like i don't know i remember always growing up it's like you don't want to get trapped in the snow you don't want to get like left outside in the cold if not you'll get turned into casper
1: so like (laughs) yeah oh oh no or jack Torrance from the shining we're yeah exactly frozen outside you know so you always have that going on. as kids we had really weird fears like yeah. quicksand, dynamite quick which sand. this movie had uh freezing but to like death
0: you the two like strongest characters that <clears throat> yes. are left or it's like nope neither one of these guys are gonna make it out alive either like
1: no and it, I, this is one of the things so i've watched some like you know decent good mystery movies or like whodunit movies you know where that someone's really had to think it through plot it all out you know and try to try to you know distract the viewer to where you're you know there's always that little red herring this is one of those movies that while there are little tidbits of that it doesn't need it this is literally nobody knows who could possibly no, like it
0: doesn't like the give thing. you like a <laughs> wink and a nod to the, as an audience member you just
2: or like there maybe are no clues camp. yeah you're yeah.
1: A, you're along for the ride right. you know you 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 are experiencing as close as you can to what they're experiencing yes. right then and there and that's what the, makes
2: it really scary uh, that that it, is it makes it so you're part of that crew even though you're not there and you right. don't know who what where it's you, you it's don't know who brilliant. to trust it's you know, brilliant
1: it, oh it's it's probably the most well done of those type of whodunit movies. It is what I wish more people could pull off. But unfortunately, if you do that, it's going to be, oh, you're just ripping off the thing. You're the just only ripping thing this that off. comes close is
0: Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. And even Tarantino said it's directly inspired by the thing.
1: Mm-hmm. But- it also had Kurt Russell in it and a lot of snow. And yeah, I, it's I all, love, love the movie.
2: Man, scene, that's, that's in my know, queue. I have it yet. Mm. Oh, Pete, you're a, come on, man! Oh. I know, I know. Hey, you haven't seen a lot of crazy shit. I haven't. I've seen. I know, but you
1: know, I also see what you post sometimes. So there's some movies where you're like, "Why am I watching this now?" I'm going to be like, "Well, you could have watched <laughs> late."
2: You yeah. you have a very good point, sir. I know till, I do. Wait till
1: February. <laughs> oh man, oh yeah we're gonna have to announce that pretty soon um screw it might as well do it now (laughs) we are scheduled up through january which gets us through my birthday month and our two-year anniversary so we will have we've got episodes all planned out two years yeah that we've been doing this and so we didn't do anything in february and we got the bright idea to let pete off the leash um <laughs> well it's mainly punishment
0: because of the movie that we picked for our two-year anniversary that pete will be sitting in
1: on he has no choice This oh, no. is true he, you have to be here for it. but i i feel like we still had something we were going to give pete more picks somehow he got the entire month <laughs> Because it's the
2: shortest month of the year.
1: It is. <laughs> yes. But not, not as far as podcast releases, though. That's, yes. that's true. still four releases. <laughs> Somehow, I didn't read the fine print on this little contract, but Pete uh, Pete is picking two action and two horror movies Yes, I from am. his repertoire, and Nate and I have no idea what they are.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and we won't find out for a while, so... uh
2: I have a reminder what? to tell you what the first one is tomorrow, but I still might not do that. I
0: feel like even that's too soon. Like, I feel like you got to mm-hmm. wait till January.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
1: yeah. remember how our schedule is. We will have to know
0: oh, kind of no, like I've mid-January. I know, like, I, know, like,
2: yeah. I know. But yeah. I know. meant our, our recording
1: schedule, Nate. <laughs> but just a little FYI for all the people out there. So, <sighs> Well, guys, I think the <laughs> next segment we do for this will allow us to just continue talking about some of our favorite parts of this movie. So yes, what do please. you say we just go ahead and knock out the, uh, the body count for this? movie? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, for probably one of the bloodiest, gooiest movies till even, you know, movies like brain dead and evil dead and stuff like (laughs) that, this, uh, doesn't have a huge body count, but we're back into that quality instead of quantity. Mm -hmm. There is a body count of 12 for the thing with a cast of 14. That's pretty good. And we know two are going to die later on. So yeah, but we don't count them. You know, there, there's still that ambiguity. It wasn't wasn't like, I don't
0: want them to get rescued because of the risk.
1: Yeah. I think ultimately that's what it comes down to. The risk is too high for them to get rescued, which is why they make it so like windows is never able to raise anyone on the radio. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot. I mean, if people don't understand, there's quite a few people on Antarctica, you know, there are, you know, science stations of the multiple countries there. Um, And they usually stay in radio contact, which is also kind of funny that they didn't stay in radio contact with the Norwegians. Like they only just kind of knew about far away. Yeah, yeah, they really they were an hour away, and you guys have never Mm. communicated at all. Yeah, that's
2: that's a little weird.
1: Of anything in this movie, that's the most far fetched, I think, in the
2: entire. (laughs) Uh, That's (laughs) a good point. (laughs) That's a really good point. Yeah, you know, but um,
0: as of 2018, has a population of 1,106 that's a lot of
1: people for Antarctica
0: Antarctica, wow yeah that's basically my hometown
1: but didn't <laughs> did Metallica actually play Antarctica you remember when they did that? yeah they did yeah they actually did play it that's I remember right. it that. yeah yeah that they made a, a huge to get to yeah they made a huge deal about it and you know it's all Good for the for spectacle oh, but for sure. you know I only say that because new new Metallica song came out so it was fresh in my mind <laughs> <The new album laughs> and it's not right Yeah. Uh, new new single announced. with a uh album's been announced
2: no,
3: okay yep
1: all right uh well 12 so now we do now we gotta figure out this our kill is, of the week this is, is really difficult yeah. there's a lot of memorable ones here yeah mm-hmm. so here we go what
3: do you think zombie kill of the week
1: all right, as per custom, peaked. Mm, okay. Unless you're going to sit here and agonize on us forever. Nope.
2: No, no, I, I, I have my. I have you, my have clear, you have a clear. You oh. have a clear winner. Oh, I have right. a very clear winner, and it's not because of what you think. Okay. The uh, the very first person that dies is a Norwegian. He gets shot. Well, okay. Uh, Second whomever, Norwegian. Right, right. The helicopter. Yeah. Uh, pilot but the guy that gets shot as he's trying to kill the dog dog, yep and he gets the the dude that shot him through the window is a crack shot wow yes wow hits it through the eye and out the back of his head it was it was like he shot once right one shot one kill one shot one kill um Why, why was that my favorite kill is because that it's the, it's the most sad death because he was trying to save everyone, everyone. Everyone. And he can't even tell the story so that these folks can uh, find out how to stop this invasion, this, this, this virus from spreading all over the world. And it's it's heartbreaking, but only after you've watched this movie at least once, because you don't know how important that death is until the end of the film when you realize that, oh, shit, this is going to destroy the world.
0: They just see yeah. a maniac shooting at they... a dog and shooting yes. at them, yes. and he's speaking... A foreign language so they have no idea what's they're, going they're on speaking them. their
2: native language they don't know what the hell's going on and and they like We're, we we got to put this dude down he's he's out of his mind
1: but uh, even on the first viewing it is still a shocking death because it is just it boom it happens boom you know, like you said because it's the one shot through mm-hmm. the and they don't hide the fact that it went through his eye because he's oh, laying yeah. on the table later and it's mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like he, right at the side of the bridge of the nose through yep. his eye out the back of his head. He,
2: he even twitched as he uh, uh, felt. Oh, ground. he does. He does. Yeah, flop. He, yes. little and yes. So that's that might that's not be true. The- like He's- that's
0: one of those deaths where like that feels more real. Instead of a man doing a drastic fallback, that feels like one of those ones that, you know, I've inadvertently came across on the Internet. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah like I, I wasn't supposed right. to
1: see that. Not yeah. the guy that gets ready to throw a grenade and it slips out of his gloved hand and <laughs> blows up the <laughs> helicopter and himself.
2: Now that's, that's also a that, good death. <laughs> that was a great death, but for completely different reasons. Right, 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 right. So <laughs> that's, that's the, that, that's the Looney Tune moment. That's my, that's my kill of the week because of how impactful that was and how, if they had been able to communicate with him, they might have prevented all this from happening. It
1: all would have been solved at mm. that point, you know. But awesome! Well, I well, that was an out of a very highbrow yeah. one. I
0: did not expect that. So Charlie,
2: yeah, no, no, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition from Pete. No for sure. <laughs> awesome.
1: Well, I. <laughs> He snorted it yeah, great. i did i'm sorry <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll mute myself
2: <laughs> you're, you're <fine. laughs>
1: um well i am uh i i haven't used this in a while so i'm busting out an asterisk what um so instead of being like well i have my favorite kill and then i have my runner up i'm not doing that but my kill is two kills all oh. right yeah <laughs> that's,
0: that's um, cool. i think i know what's gonna be
1: yeah, my favorite and has always been when Palmer, when they're all tied up on the chair and it's revealed oh. that he's the one, and oh. he goes into convulsions oh. and the top half of his body rips oh, open. Oh, it's so good. And then he bites down on Windows' head, and they yes! are one freaking Rackney. dog. Yes! yes dancing. So, oh. so it's two oh. kills. It's Palmer and it's Windows. So good. But My God, I love every second of that. And it is drug out. It is just the the whole effect of his face melting before it rips open to show the teeth. And like, why is Windows standing so close to this dude? He jumps up on the ceiling. I mean, it's just all this chaos.
0: All while he's holding the flamethrower.
1: All while he's holding the only working (laughs) flamethrower. (laughs) (laughs) Because Kurt Russell won't turn his off. (laughs) McCready, like, the more I thought about it, going, if McCready had actually had his work, Windows was still going to die because he was right (laughs) behind the monster. (laughs) Nothing you can do, dude. The Just the visual of when the legs are in the air like nobody cares, and they're <laughs> dancing around the floor, and the blood and guts everywhere, that, sir, is my kill of the week what with that? an asterisk. Approved. That's a, that's a two for one right there. Mm-hmm. It is. Nate,
0: what is your kill of the week? So I always get everyone mixed up except for like Windows, Childs, McReady, you know, but yeah. Norris stands out, but I think it was Binnings. He the bald is the one? one that um, looks at them with just like dead eyes and opens his mouth.
1: Oh, out in the snow out
0: when in they're the all snow. Like, oh, surrounding The first him. guy that
2: was, like, his arms were. Yes, he lifts up his hands. Uh, yeah.
0: And like they look like crab claws almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, it is so horrifying that look he gives them yeah that's it and then Just yes that haunting sound like
1: haunting
0: that is one of the scariest deaths ever put on that is a family.
1: terrifying scene mm-hmm. yeah like i remember as a kid being like i, I you you know, you this this wave is coming over top of you and you don't you can't really explain it that death is the one that did it for me. Everything else was just like, ah, oh, what's going on? That one is <laughs> drawn out, and you're, and it's cultish, like everyone's standing around in a circle around it, watching oh, this yeah. happen, and they
0: They're, finally yeah. make the decision of like, quite
2: know what to do, and then
1: we have to kill him, like,
0: and then you and yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: dumping yep. of the the gasoline, burning him,
2: uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. and like, what I love about this movie is every character in this movie is smart. None of these people are annoying. None right. of these people are, you know, over-exaggerated. They're all very, very smart individuals. Yes. and Well, they're
1: all scientists from what we understand.
0: You yes. don't
2: they get, get assigned to Antarctica yeah. without being a, a smart person. They're
0: already right. piecing together that something is not normal when they go to the other campsite and bring back one of the bodies that has a split mutated face. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're already like, all right, we have to do an autopsy. Something is not making sense. When the dogs start to mutate, they already know, like McReady's already like, you got to kill it. Fire, you know, like, don't know what's going on, but kill it. So when they see that one of their friends that they have been stationed with for who knows how long and knowing that he is now turned and it's just like we got no choice but to do this.
2: I I think that the intelligence of these people, uh, unquestionable, is really makes this even more terrifying. Because you know, as armchair horror fans, we sit back and like, ah, don't go up into the attic, don't go into the basement. Right. Ah, wh- there's a car over there. Use the car and get the hell out of there.
1: We're not yelling at
2: the screen, right? Yeah. Right. These yeah. people are brilliant folks because they've been stationed there. They, they might have some baggage coming along with them. Uh, but, everybody's got demons. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. But, but there, there's a reason they, these people want to be solitary and, and don't want to be connected to society for extended periods of time, but they, they, oh they're, they're, they're so smart and they still screw up as as we the audience look at it it's like oh well this is very easy to do if uh, yeah. everyone gets a blood test just line up and these people are will not do it f- yeah. for whatever reason it's 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 so frustrating as these very intelligent people start being very human and they're no longer acting with common sense or, or as you and I would perceive common sense, like, okay, line up. Let's just get this done. If you don't have this in your blood, here's one of the things, what's that the they, big deal?
0: They do the entire movie. No one denies what is happening to them. And I think that is so powerful because mm-hmm. any other movie would have it towards like, Oh, this can't be real, man. No way. This is happening. Uh, uh-uh. uh, like, any zombie oh, right. movie, right? There's always right. tons of deniers, but every single character in this is recognizing like, nope, this is a thing. They all mention it as a thing, and they all realize there's something
2: that needs to be done with it. It's hard to discount that when they all see it right away. I mean, pretty much in the dog cage, they see it.
0: But it's like any other horror movie, you could have people see that and be like, well, that didn't happen. That wasn't real. That was, you know.
2: Like- uh, right. You're, you're right. You're right, Nate. Some... Some dingo is going to say, oh, that's not happening. Even if they see with their own eyes, right, these yeah. all, these folks are all very intelligent goals. Like what is going on here? We got to survive this.
1: Mm-hmm. That this movie could have cheaped out and only had like one or two people notice that something was afoot, that oh, something yeah, these, wasn't quite right. Folks. And everyone else is a naysayer and it makes them out to be crazy. And then they become the, the suspects as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead everyone witnesses the first major transformation of the alien when it's in the dog cage. And then the second
2: one with their comrade out there getting (laughs) crab fingers. Yeah. So they, they all see it. No doubt what's going on. And they have to deal with it Mm.
1: to your thought earlier was what this movie doesn't do is, and it's kind of, it's kind of weird to say this because there wasn't a lot of, horror movies that we're used to seeing now, but what we would usually call horror movie tropes, uh, you know, where they're making the dumb mistakes where they're Mm -hmm, not thinking mm -hmm. clearly. This is a movie where they are thinking clearly. They are thinking logically through the stuff. They're going to do the blood test. And then the alien has to sabotage it before they can do the thing that was going to tell everyone what, what was going on, but they weren't going to, you know, set it on fire. They were going to stick it under a microscope because they're scientists. Instead, they got to MacGyver it and do the red hot wire oh, to right. cause it to happen, mm-hmm. you know, but it's all logical things. Like they never go, let's split up. They always try to stay <laughs> in <the> least groups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they you, do try to stay in the you're, groups too, right. um, which doesn't fare well for McCready later, but. You know, they at least try to do the logical things that us as viewers can't argue with. So there's never this moment of don't go in that room, McCready. Exactly. We don't know what's in that room either. That may be the safest place to go. You know, we have no idea what's happening just like them and their decisions are the decisions we would be making in a situation like that. You know, this movie's deep guys. And I know it sounds like there seems like so much we didn't talk about. There is, but but we only got we, so much time. Yeah, this would have to be a two-parter or a three-hour episode, and
2: it's nobody, already late. Nobody yeah. wants to hear us prattle on for three hours. That's for Which sure. we could easily
1: do. This is probably the furthest you we've
0: ever been you between. Don't want to be seduced by this seductive voice for another two hours. Mm. Well, we have
2: that delicious beard of yours, Nate. Mm. Uh, it's coming in nice. Look at that. We, ha- yeah. we we
1: are just coming off of our break. So I have missed you guys.
0: Fun but... fact. All of my facial hair decisions are based off of Kurt Russell. When I did my mustache, <laughs> it was off the hateful eight. I remember Googling yeah. it. How long did it take him to get that mustache? Then I followed the same pattern, yep. <laughs> which is really
1: close to his tombstone mustache, too. So, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it works out really well. All right, boys, Um, not that this is going to be any big stretch, and, again, Nate is throwing all of our bangers out, but we got to rate this bad boy, so it's mm-hmm. machete time.
3: Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back.
2: Woo! Well, Pete, what are you rating this bad boy? I don't remember what I rated Uh, Evil Dead 2. I
0: think a 10. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you did a 10.
2: So I'm going to do You're a 9, 9 or 5. 10. I'm gonna do 9.5 only because they ain't nothing better than Evil Dead 2.
1: <laughs> you rated the Fly at a 10. You did. Did I? Yep. yep.
2: All right, 10. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Done. This,
2: this is this is on the Mount Rushmore of horror films.
0: I literally yes. told a coworker of that today. Yeah. It's
2: it's it's up. It and I don't know how big. I don't know how many statues i have on the this this Well, Rushmore it's a, it's, it's, a I mean, it's, it's a mountain Mount Rushmore, range i thought you
0: only get four <laughs> no, is no, it's mountain range. A there,
2: there is if it's there like a is a thing
0: then it does mutate out
2: yeah but this this is this is uh this is a masterpiece go watch it please go watch it
1: well charlie what about you uh it it's a disservice to give it anything but a 10 mm. yeah this, that makes sense that's actually this, pretty fair this is quite possibly one of the greatest horror movies ever made
2: is not you're not wrong mm-hmm.
1: i'm not yeah and I, mean, like, I mean and you're... we're in you know we're not alone in this this nope this nope. movie has thankfully gotten the respect and honor it the credit it deserves it, it, the credit yeah mm-hmm. every every bit of it um there's a reason there's multiple podcasts doing episodes about the thing and it's you know most other movies pale in comparison now. Yeah. We have hit some bangers within like three months right now. Um, thanks to Nate, but (laughs) you know, it also shows, you know, that we can appreciate quality, you know, and I'm not comparing the thing to evil dead. I have to compare the thing as, as what it is correct? and the movie it is and the evil deads and the flies and all this stuff. So yeah, it, it, it can't be anything less than a 10. Nate.
0: I'm right there with everyone. It's another 10. I so kind of figured it. With the flying, <laughs> this, like, it, the dread, the acting, when Kurt mm. Russell is talking into that tape recorder and just talking about, like, well, if you're hearing this, like, something has happened, you know, yeah. and just like that acting, that isolation there is amazing. Absolutely, this really? movie is also why I'll never visit Antarctica. I've got no <laughs> desire. After this movie,
2: just well, to be on the same side. British Columbia, so not visiting
0: there now.
1: Thanks, Pete. That's it two was, on my list now. It was filmed in several different places.
2: Yeah, yeah. They had they had a place in Alaska and British yeah. Columbia, and then uh, and the soundstage. on the
1: the, the sound stage in yeah. Los Angeles.
2: They were not ever in Antarctica, but there is a. Uh, to uh, placate uh, Sludge, there is a... Uh, was it Area 31 in the Monsterverse? <laughs> yeah. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. It says Area 3, which is which is where... Uh, Outpost 31. Outpost 31 <laughs> is. It's a direct reference to the, the thing in... And I forget... I don't know if that was Ghidra or something. Anyway. No, but uh, I, I'm going to get yelled at for that for sure. This, this game uh,
0: inspired... Fun a cool video game back in the day on, like, the original Xbox and PlayStation 2. The thing, that was a bitching
2: game. I remember that like, one. You yeah. know, you had to yeah. control your
0: fear. Uh, when the thing... Oh, uh, my God, yes. War yes. game came out. I instantly had to buy that. Like, mm-hmm.
2: you Why know... Why are we the, not coming movie, over to your place to play that, dude? Because it's very complicated. <laughs> yeah, I bet that. I, 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 I feel bet like so.
0: I need to watch a YouTube playthrough, but I remember, like, trying to play through it. It's a cool idea where it's, like, the lights can go out and someone can then turn into the thing. And, you know, still I, try I got, I got a play. buddy
2: who's a, uh, not, i not a professional board gamer, but a, uh, more than an enthusiast. So let's we'll let him let's, do let's it. Let's it's got yeah, a really cool talk. concept. Let's talk.
0: Um, but man, like this is probably the best John Carpenter movie and a man that has a huge Ooh, that's, resume. Them,
2: them some strong words, son <laughs> It
0: is like, especially after rewatching. I'm, it I'm not saying you're night. wrong.
2: I'm just saying that no. those are strong words.
0: Like we- it, this is one of those rare movies that just the feelings that I get I can't describe when watching it mm-hmm. and I feel like that alone is a testament.
2: It's a yeah. different kind of horror. It's not I'm afraid for my life. It's a it's a horror like I I've said it a number of times. I can't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. He, he says honestly, it to I'm us like-
1: all the time in the group chat too. So it's totally <laughs> yeah, <familiar>.
2: it's
0: <laughs> constantly he's accusing one There's of a different us. Different reason a I thing. say
1: this. Yeah, <laughs> Can't trust anyone. No, Pete, you were supposed to be here tonight. No, I don't trust you anymore. (laughs) There was. I got here. One
0: thing that I didn't think was going to be possible, but I was kind of surprised at how many trash opinions there were. I'm the trash man. I come out. I throw trash all over all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and i crash the guy on it. Oh, head. that's gonna be a disaster.
2: It's been so long I forgot you did this, so <laughs> please <laughs> uh... But to so. our listeners, we
1: never left.
2: No. Nope. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> this is this is seamless, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a glove. So this <laughs> customer, S. Cartwright, who gave this one out of five and said, You are all kidding me. And this is back in twenty twenty one.
2: So very, very recent. Like last yeah, October of 2021.
0: They watched this in the spooky season. So they said, I originally had this film on VHS, but I haven't seen it in years until I just recently purchased it here at Amazon on DVD. I do remember I didn't particularly care for the film when I last saw it. But with all the positive reviews I read here, I thought maybe I would give it another shot. Turns out my memory was correct. This is a terrible movie. I love horror films, especially films like Alien Series or Species. But this film is tedious and boring. They just keep slapping gore at you, hoping this will scare you. But it is just annoying. I really like Kurt Russell, and I really like the, uh, the late Wilford Brimley and have always liked John Carpenter's films, but not this one. If you want to see a better vision of this film, try the 1951, The Thing from Another World. I know it's in black and white, but it also has one of James Arnis' early films, He Plays the Alien, and that film I really enjoyed. Despite its age, I am a big movie buff. And I have a personal library of over 2,200 movies and TV series, most on DVD here at home. I've been collecting for years now, and I've already dumped this DVD into my going to Goodwill box. If you value your time and money, go with the original 1951 version. It may not be scary, it most certainly more interesting to watch. Better yet, pull out your copy of Aliens and rewatch it, and save your ten dollars on something more worthwhile, like maybe a down payment on getting a root canal, because that would be more worth your time and money.
2: Oh, my goodness,
0: there's some brutal reviews of this movie, guys, that I was shocked by.
2: Like, like, my, like, contemporary reviews.
0: Hey, they're a horror buff, though, so what do we know? They have 2,000 well, movies.
1: They have he's, 2,000 he's movies. 2000, I've only got like 60-some, so I, they know more. They I big, dec- we small. I will decide later as during editing whether I put in the Billy Madison this is the dumbest thing
0: I've ever heard. <laughs> and we are all <laughs> stupider for yeah. listening to it. We are all do that, and then, may- splice, <laughs> then right after that,
1: do boo this man yeah may <laughs> god have mercy on your soul um no that's that is the trash opinion right there
2: this is that's somebody that i kind of want to the wanna... trash
1: opinion of 2022
2: i kind of want to i kind of want to follow this guy and and see I, like, like you know what can i respond
0: you... to those <laughs> i don't right, right even watching this during uh he was either 2020 or 2021 it was one of the covid years it yeah, was one really
1: number. effective, you know? Yeah. Isolation, not knowing who has a disease, who doesn't. Who had, uh, there's, there's a lot of parallels Ugh. that go into this, man. All right, boys. Well, that's our trash opinion. Uh, that's I our will, show. That's our show. <laughs> Nate, that upset Nate so much, he's done. He threw his notebook. It's yeah. gone. And like I said, there's so much more. Like, honestly, this is one of those few movies that, in a year or two we could do a the thing revisit and talk about everything we didn't talk about tonight I mean that's literally how much this movie gives to us and how important this movie is to the genre I'm game I would yeah, totally do that so, mm-hmm. alright well everybody the, we're uh, heading right into the Christmas season Christmas is just around the corner so this is our Nate's version of Christmas apparently because he's still kind of in his emo phase but we'll let yeah, him be this is my fine Christmas. This is Nate's Christmas. Uh, But if you want to see all the other Christmas goodies we got going on, check us out over at Give Me Back My Horror Movies on Facebook. Give Me Back My Action Movies on Facebook. Both of us on Instagram under the same handles. Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. You can find us pretty much anywhere. We'll be posting regularly. I've already updated the action side for this festivities and holiday, So we will uh, be getting some bangers out. And next week for the action side, you won't be shocked when you see what we're covering for our Christmas episode (laughs) this year, but I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, please remember to go check out all the other fantastic shows on the, give me back my podcast network. We have our very own Pete does his show. Good beer, bad movie night where they watch, Bad movies that aren't always bad, like Spawn, and
2: <laughs> yeah, I okay, knew that was so coming.
1: we got a bone to
0: pick with yeah, you. Guys. I knew I didn't that, didn't that was even Talk about the movie till like an hour into that
1: episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's the nothing the to shit. talk
2: about? There was oh, a yeah, well, Let me uh, know
1: what's bad about it. <laughs> oh my god, you yeah, <laughs> know, that that is... Is, I've seen it, I don't remember if it's good or not. I've watched it's, it this year. It's good. I don't no, care what you guys. No, I no, don't. So you know me. <laughs> you don't know me, sir. It's right. on the list for the action show. So mm. if you if you can look over that episode, most of their other ones are really good and really informative, <laughs> and quite informative. enjoyable uh also please go check out give me back my pro wrestling the monster (laughs) movie stomp down yeah plenty of fantastic content out there for everyone to listen to to fill your ear holes for the christmas holidays so gentlemen we did the thing that's another banger i'm looking at our list we've got some good ones but i don't think i think we're at we're at the top of the mountain here right now boys uh
0: um, yeah it's all downhill from here and then we'll i see say what in 2023 we only do oh, trash
2: but we're gonna go back up in february oh these are uh, according be to good, Pete. Maybe...
1: we're gonna go back up to the stratosphere so oh, we're looking wait. forward to it hopefully we still have the same listenership afterwards and we'll be in <laughs> good, good shape so all right guys we're back we're back together we're recording thank you guys merry christmas to everyone Nate, get us out of here with a good word, brother. Now I'll show you what I already know.
0: Now, let's talk about how I get back home.
3: hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. The storm's been hitting us hard now for 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. One other thing, I think it rips through your clothes when it takes you over. Windows found some shredded long johns, but the name tag was missing. They could be anybody's. Nobody trusts anybody now. We're all very tired. Nobody trusts anybody now. There's nothing else I can do. Just wait. RJ McCready, helicopter pilot, U.S. outpost number 31.